Hello, and welcome to I Have a Strange Story podcast. I am your co-host today, Rebecca, and today we are doing something a little bit different. We're doing a swap episode. So we have swapped episodes with one of my favorite podcasts called How in the Hell Did I Get Here? And this show is about sisters growing up, making it through life somehow, and becoming an adult. Adults, not just one. And um, it's a great show. I encourage you to check it out. And the episode that they have sent us is right up our alley. It is a near-death experience. So trigger warning out there for anybody who might get triggered. However, this is probably one of the cutest near-death experiences that I have ever heard, if that's even a thing. So I encourage you to check it out. And after you listen to the episode, uh, please check out their podcast. It's really great. Um, I binge it all the time. (laughs) So if you have a near-death experience that you would like for us to retell, you can get in touch with us at IHaveAStrangeStoryPodcast at gmail.com. You can send us a message on Instagram. You can send us a message through Facebook. Uh, You can mail us a story. However you want to get in touch, we can get there. So without further ado, here is How in the Hell Did I Get Here? How in the Hell Did I Get Here is supported by The Coloring Book Coach. Check out the new podcast, How to Fall in Love with Yourself Toolkit, an intuitive guide for your month. Find it at thecoloringbookcoach.com. If you've been listening, you know that we are part of a big family. I'm the oldest of seven in a family of five girls and two boys. And our mom was the oldest of eight in a family with three brothers and five girls. And these were the people who taught us that if you weren't laughing at life's craziness, you were doing it wrong. A big extended family also came with other perks. One was cousins and lots of them. And two, we had family get-togethers filled with lots of laughter, smartassery, and shenanigans. And three, our summers were filled with staying with our cousins at their various houses or having them come to stay with us. I'd venture a guess that for a lot of the cousins in our large extended family, those family swaps during the summer months hold some of our best and most unforgettable memories. We didn't go on family vacations, so going to a cousin's house in the far-off land of Wisconsin for a stay was a big deal. Today's episode, as told by our sister Erin and our cousin Heather, is about one of those summer stays with our Aunt Annie, who was, as Heather calls her, quote, the fancy aunt. I'm going to take a moment to give Annie a shout out and wish her a belated 75th birthday. I saw her not that long ago. She's still our fancy aunt, and she still knows how to have a good time. This is Kim A. Floden, and you're listening to How in the Hell Did I Get Here? As always, today's episode includes swear words. Stay with us. Before we get going, just a quick shout out to thank everyone for subscribing, sharing, and reviewing the show. If you haven't done that yet, can you please do that? It makes a huge difference to us and it's easy. 
Just go to howinthehellpodcast.com, hit the Apple button right there on the homepage, and you'll see how to subscribe, rate, and review. We're an indie podcast, and we really rely on you sharing the show. We don't have an advertising budget, but we know we have you guys. I first heard about the bubble story a few months ago when Aaron mentioned it to me in passing, saying something along the lines of, Oh my God, you have to get me and Shmoo, her nickname for our cousin Heather, on together so we can tell you about the time we were almost killed by bubbles at Aunt Annie's house. What? (laughs) Well, that didn't happen. I wasn't able to get them both on the same call. But I do have Heather's version and then Aaron's version of an incident they both say they'll never, ever forget. Also, a shout out here to our Aunt Annie for being such a fun aunt and a fan of the podcast. Here's Heather with her version of The Bubble Story. You know how when we were little, we used to have those random shuffles in the summer where you'd end up at, you know, aunt's houses and somebody would stay somewhere for a week and there was really never any rhyme or reason to it. Well, you know, I always stayed at your house for a week and Aaron stayed at my house for a week in the summer. But for some unknown reason, we ended up at Annie's house for like three, four days. (laughs) Okay. You know, I'm sure there's a reason. You know, I'm not even exactly how sure how old Aaron and I were. I'm thinking we were nine, maybe 10, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you kind of felt the same way, but, you know, Annie was always kind of that fancy aunt, you know. She had the nice clothes and a nice car, and she had a nice house with all the fun things. Like, she had the, you know, Pong game and all those, like, fancy things <laughs> that none of us had. Yes, yes exactly. But I mean, I mean, that's how I look. So, I don't know. We ended up there, and I, I honestly don't remember anything else of this trip besides this exact event. And it was, Annie was telling us that she had just bought this um, spa, like jacuzzi machine thing that- (laughs) This sounds like trouble. (laughs) It's trouble. And remember, this is like early 80s. So I'm sure it was fancy then. So we were like, woo. And so what it is, is laid on the bottom of the tub I guess you plug it in. Now that I think about that, that sounds real safe. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about this last night. It's already like, good. I'm like, how did it turn on? I'm like, well, I had to plug it. So it's, yes, it's always <laughs> smart to put something that plugs in into your tub well, and fill it with water. Right. Okay. And with two small <laughs> children. So it laid on the bottom, and this is what I can remember. Maybe Aaron remembers it differently, but I think what it was meant to do was you'd get in the tub and you have water and you turn it on and it basically turns it into a jacuzzi, you know, like bubbles, just water bubbles. But I guess Annie thought it would be fun to put us in there and then put some bubble, you know, Mr. Bubble in or something to make bubbles. So there was a little bit of water on the bottom. And then we could sit there and then put a little bit of the bubbles in. And so the bubbles would kind of come up, right? You know, like we, well, she has sliding glass doors on her shower. So we close those. We're sitting in there, Aaron and I in our, in our swimsuit, banging on the bubbles and it was fun or Wait, whatever. So this is the shower or the bathtub? It's a bathtub. It's a with shower, a shower in, in a shower enclosure. Okay, got it. All right, so, I'm with you now. So as we're sitting in the tub and the bubbles are, are starting to rise, it was fun 
So we shut the glass doors because the bubbles are rising. We didn't want them to go over <laughs> the tub. And so it was, you know, uh, seriously, it scared the crap out of me. So then it was like, oh, you know, and then we get up a little bit. The bubbles were going higher and higher. And we stood up as the bubbles got higher and higher. And we were finally standing up, you know, and it was fun. And I could see Erin on one end and she could see me. And pretty soon it was like we couldn't see each other anymore. Oh, my God. It's almost like, and I always think in my head, this is what people who get stuck in an avalanche feel like. You can't figure out where you are. Like, I couldn't figure out which way was the door. I couldn't figure out where Aaron was. But in the meantime, the bubbles are still going crazy, and I, we couldn't breathe. You'd have to make these little pockets, holes, like, in front of you with your hands. <laughs> and so, because of the bubbles, it kept coming, and it was like... You couldn't turn this off. You couldn't turn it off from where you were. No. We had no clue. We couldn't even figure out how to open the sliding glass doors. And we couldn't talk to each other, because if you talked or inhaled or did anything, then it was like, you know, it was scary. So, I, I, I just remember, like, trying to feel around, trying to figure out how to open the damn sliding glass doors and I'm sure Aaron was doing the same thing for all, but for all I know I was like rubbing against the wall I couldn't <laughs> well I didn't know where the hell I was so I Aaron and I were kind of feeling around it was like hands and limbs and I mean I knew it was not a good scene and the only thing I, I the next thing I remember is Annie was standing there because she had opened the door Finally, I mean, I think we were screaming. I don't know what happened. We had to have screamed. We had to have screamed because yes. why would she come upstairs? You know, probably the scream that we could get in without choking on bubbles. But <laughs> she's like laughing and we're in tears. I mean, we're crying. It's like, oh my God, we're alive. It was like we got out. It was crazy. I'll never forget that. It was scarier than hell. <laughs> it sounds scarier than hell. And I want to hear Aaron's version because I'm sure it's similar to mine, but I mean... Oh, but you and know, it'll Annie, be twice as dramatic. Well, of course. <laughs> and, and she, you know, she was a little bit older than me, so she might have remembered it different too. But I'm just like, you know, Annie Annie was laughing and we're bawling and <laughs> laughing and trying to make us feel better. And I'm like, what the hell just happened here? Like, this is supposed to be fun. <laughs> yeah, we almost died. You can die by bubbles. When Aaron finally told this story, we were lucky enough to have four out of the five sisters on a Zoom call, so you'll hear all of us interjecting here from time to time. And you'll also hear Aaron needs a little jogging of the memory. This story happened over 30 years ago, after all. But once she gets going, this is another classic Aaron storytelling session about what happened in that tub. Stay with us. Hey there, it's Kim. I'm just popping in to answer a quick question someone asked, which is what more they could do to help support the show beyond sharing, reviewing, and subscribing. Here's a quick list. One, buy us a cookie or two at coffee.com. That's coffee.com forward slash how in the hell. It's actually spelled ko-fi.com and then forward slash how in the hell. Two, we have fun merchandise. Shirts, mugs, bags, even socks. The link is at howinthehellpodcast.com. Three, are you a small business owner? You can advertise on the show. Email howinthehelldidigethere at gmail.com or call 323-488-3303. 
Here's Erin with her recollections about the time the bubbles went bad. My cousin Heather and I more than once, I think, stayed with my aunt Annie, who is my mom's sister one year younger. And so for whatever reason, we were at her house and we were probably... I don't, I don't know how old we were. Heather probably knows better. I'm saying I would guess we were eight or nine. My auntie Annie had a sliding door on her shower. <laughs> and I don't know why Heather and I decided it would be fun to take a shower together. So there is that probably a story in itself. But so we started filling. I think we were just taking a shower. Okay, hold on. I Heather said Annie had brought some sort of contraption that she put in the tub that was supposed to like Oh, yes. No, okay. But she thought it would be fun to put, put yes. bubbles in there. It was a mat. It was yes. a mat on the floor. Okay. I totally forgot about that. Yes, I thought that we were was what made the bubbles, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. So turn your bath into the nightmarish claustrophobic bubble bath. I think it was supposed to be a jacuzzi. She probably wasn't even supposed to put the bubbles in there. No, we did that. Oh, I'm sure she would have not been happy about Heather, that. Part. No, Heather blamed Annie. <laughs> we'll just stay with that then. Anyway, all of a sudden, we're, we turn on the bubble maker and, you know, the big Avon, how can you not dump bubble bath out of that big, pretty, bumpy, do you guys remember that? It was like, yes, your, I do. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So we dumped a cap full and then probably the whole fucking bottle of stuff <laughs> <laughs> what turned into a shower. We must have clogged it up to make the bath thing work. Mm-hmm. And then... The bubbles started rising and rising and rising, and we're both there, eight-year-old, like four feet tall. And at first, the doors were like, shut, right? The coolest thing ever. We're like in the clouds, and we're scooping away and scooping away, and, and you know, blowing it, and it's like, holy shit, we're in, like, this is Wonderland. It was awesome, and I'll never forget it for the rest of my life because. The next thing that happened was the goddamn door. So I panicked in some second because all of a sudden you realize, oh, shit. I inhaled it because we were probably laughing really hard. (laughs) Then I started choking. And that's when you know you're like... (laughs) (laughs) yes and then it was like you got sucked into some like weird vortex of there's no fucking door (laughs) (laughs) and i couldn't get the door open and i mean my i literally am choking these bubbles i inhaled them to the point where I couldn't breathe, so I really, this was not funny, but it's funny now, because I'm still oh, yes, alive, it is. but <laughs> we got the door open finally, and I think I probably cut my hand or something on the door trying to get it open, because I remember it being stuck, or locked, or something, and then what happened next, I can't describe Annie, we need her version of it, because I think she came home, and came up <laughs> during, and during the this? whole wall. <laughs> Like fell into her beautiful bathroom. She had a vanity that was all like, and we fucking filled the whole bathroom with bubbles. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, but, Heather said you guys came out of there traumatized and we, understand what the hell happened to you. Right, because I almost died, and Heather laughed, and then I. But Heather said she was traumatized too because she was having to find the pocket. <laughs> Yes, we got stuck. It was like, fuck, which way is the door? It was. So, am I right? 
Am I right in remembering it was a whirlpool pub? No, right? no, no, no. I thought that too, but Kim, you just totally triggered that. Thank you. Triggered that memory. It was a mat <laughs> Thank you. that she bought that you stick on the bottom of the tub, and yeah. I think it created bubbles from the bottom. Oh. I think Annie said the last thing that she said to us was something like, don't pour, don't pour a bubble bath in or don't use too much bubble bath. Or don't make a mess. She said something. Like, <laughs> right, before, right before she <laughs> left, two eight-year-olds <laughs> home alone. Bubbles weren't the only thing that almost took Erin out while she was staying with her Aunt Annie. Here, she continues to reminisce about summer visits to Annie's house. Oh my God, I have good stories of staying with Annie because I think I stayed I with her too. Like four or five different times. She used to make us answer the door when a different guy would come to the door every night. Courting. Oh yeah, I had to make up stories. <laughs> I'm not for, home. Yeah, <laughs> I had to answer the phone. I had to answer the phone. Yes, was like she was like juggling so many people. Be. Yeah, I'm like I'm only eight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, the night Matt has the other side of the story. Matt and I stayed with Annie. She bought another gadget. It was a deep <laughs> fat fryer. And those were new then, like nobody had one. She makes every type of deep fried food. <laughs> bananas, everything. We're like, yeah, yeah, okay. Bananas. We're shoveling it in. <laughs> I bananas keep coming up? The toilet. What? Shitting what? and <laughs> thinking I'm going to die. And I'm sorry, it's that scene again. Again. But- yeah, that was I remember That's that because right. it hurt so bad. I thought I was going to die. Like, you know how your feet curl up and you're like, <laughs> like the cramps from hell. Between the foot yes. cramping, the toe curling oh, yes. and the facial expression. That was perfect. You were probably like, that was probably a can of Crisco coming out of you. Yeah, I don't know what it was. But that was another Annie Annie's house trauma moment. Matt and you both. Matt, were... I think we were fighting for the toilet. <laughs> it was so much fun editing this week's episode. Oh my god, I could totally picture Aaron and Heather trapped in that tub with bubbles climbing up around them. Couldn't you? That's the power of good storytelling and why I love a good story. It takes you right there as the listener. If you love stories and want to be able to tell them so that people pay attention, I'm thinking about putting together a storytelling workshop. If that sounds like something you'd be interested in, reach out to me at howintheheldidigethere at gmail.com and watch for info about that to come in our Facebook group or on Instagram. You can follow me there at Kim A. Floden. I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as we enjoyed making it for you. If you did, be sure to spread the word to your friends and help us grow our audience. Meet you back here next week for more How in the Hell Did I Get Here stories. Until then, pay attention, my friends. You just never know when you might find yourself saying, This is what people who get stuck in an avalanche feel like. You can't figure out where you are. <laughs> like, I couldn't figure out which way was the door. I- How in the hell did I get here? Thanks again to our sponsor, The Coloring Book Coach. Be sure to check out the podcast, How to Fall in Love with Yourself Toolkit, to hear guidance, wisdom, intuition, and action steps for the month. Big thanks to our storytellers this week, our cousin, Heather Vaudre, and our sister, Erin Beach. 
and a shout out to our Aunt Annie for providing the space for the stories to happen in the first place. Thank you to Silent Partner for our theme song, which is Seventh Floor Tango, and our ad music, Blue Skies. We found them on YouTube's Creator Library. This week's show was written, produced, and hosted by myself, Kim A. Floden, with editing help from Carrie Floden.